This episode of The Truth includes strong language and violence. Please use listener discretion. Oh, Evan, my poor boy. Are you holding up okay? Elaine, I'm in trouble. What do you mean? Where are you? The roof of my gym. I was talking to this detective, and and then I climbed out the window. Elaine, I think the cops think I killed Wesley or something. What? No, no, but you wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's what everybody thought, but a bunch of people said that me and Wesley had all these fights. Plus, there's this password-protected trainer mode thing. Okay, 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 okay. Try to stay calm, Evan. The police talk to everyone in these situations. Did the detective see you climb out on the roof? No, I did it after he left. Good. You'd better stop doing things like that. Not everyone knows your personality. Can you meet me? Can we talk? Okay. Yeah, that would rip. Wellness corral and inside table. Okay. Meet me there in 30 minutes. And Elaine, bring sunglasses, please. Okay. See you then. I looked down at the city below and brooded like Batman and I instantly saw why he did it so much. This roof was just two stories up, but I could still see more than if I was just like on the ground. And it helped me think. I imagined a future permanently on the run, forced out of society by a lie, staying on roofs all the time. It was not for me. I would need to keep friends like Elaine very, very close. By jumping, climbing, and crossing one street normally. I made my way to Fitness Factory, where I bought a change of clothes as fast and silently as I possibly could. Thanks for shopping at the factory, Evan. Thank you. A nondescript pair of black training pants and a gray two-tone VelociWare shirt with anti-odor technology, miles away from my trademark all-blue VelociWare training outfit. To those who knew me, I would be a stranger. To all others, a ghost. This is The Body Genius, a five-part story on the truth. Part two, the film that wouldn't die. Now back to The Body Genius. Elaine had picked a table hidden in the shadow of the corral's weirdly tall espresso machine, the perfect place for a secret emergency conversation. It was true what everybody said about her. She was a really smart actress. Hey. Hi. Here are the sunglasses you asked for. Tight. Thanks. So here's my plan. I'm going to clear my name faster than it's ever been done in the history of being innocent. Oh, Evan. Okay. You've had a really strange week. Listen, why don't you borrow my place at Big Bear Lake for a few days, huh? Honestly, no thanks, Elaine. I better stay focused right now. Of course, of course. See, this is what I say when I describe you to my friends. You know, I say, Evan is this beautiful boy with this otherworldly focus, right? But there is this other side to it, isn't there? You know, how your mind can get kind of set on certain things. Like, how do you mean? Uh, well, do you remember how close you came to redesigning your entire gym after you saw just one video of people jogging underwater and... I told you... Evan, you can't chase every trend or your gym will look nuts. See, I'll always help you think things through. Right now, my advice is just to calm down, okay? Be normal. Let the police do their jobs. But, Elaine... If you behave too strangely, you could complicate things, 
okay? The police are just trying to confirm what we all already know, that this was a terrible accident. But Detective Taylor said someone made that machine kill okay, Wesley. What, what no one needs right now is... I'm sorry, the police said that? Yeah, they like analyzed the little computer or something. Oh my God, then they really think Wesley was murdered? Uh-huh, and I gotta help them figure out who did it because then they'll know it's not me. But what can you do that the police can't? I see things really clearly. I notice things. You do? Check it out. Most people think that it's bad that Wesley is dead, right? But the person who killed Wesley will be different in one key way. He will be someone who thinks it's good that Wesley is dead. Qui bono. What? Qui bono. It's Latin for who benefits. Elaine! You just blew this whole case wide open! You know, when I played Miss Helen Holly Oak, the bed and breakfast detective, she explained it in a monologue. You must cut through the riot of chaos and circumstance and determine at last who truly stood to gain. Oh, that's exactly like this. Yeah, I mean, usually it's someone who's trying to keep a secret or get money. Insurance. Insurance. Cast insurance? Yeah. I met this dickhead, Mr. Blake, from Tobin's of Hollywood, and he was acting like there was something fishy about the claim. Fishy? Fishy how? He was trying to prove that primordial pictures violated the terms, or something like that. Okay, so you're saying... I'm saying, what if... Stop talking. One Satan PLT, and one skinny Huevos Rancheros. Anything else? Anything else? Okay, enjoy. What if Primordial Pictures killed Wesley Stern for the insurance claim? I don't know, Evan. There are much easier ways for a big studio like that to get money. Okay, well, what if somebody needed that money really fast? People can't just do what they want with insurance money. It goes into all the reshoots and special effects they'll need to replace Wesley, and if they even finish the movie at all, they could be stalled for months. Something that Elaine said gave me what was basically human Terminator vision. I spotted something on an issue of Variety that some guy at the next table was holding. Something super important. Hey, my paper! I'll just be a second, my man. Read that. Immortal Cop Won't Die, Still Shooting. Chess says Wes would want show to go on. Who's Chess? Nina Chessman, the director. She makes all those dreadfully violent indie horror films. I was surprised she took this movie on. It's no secret how much she hates the big studios. It says this movie's already back in full swing, not even a week after Wesley died. Almost like... Someone planned for it. I've got this weird feeling all of a sudden, Elaine. A feeling in my brain. And it is telling me... I gotta go to that set. Good news! You're all about to be victims in the largest axe massacre in the history of horror cinema. The set was on this weird old ranch out in Castaic. And when I got there the next morning, Nina Chessman was up on a balcony yelling at a bunch of extras through a megaphone, all pumped. If she was the least bit bummed about Wesley, it didn't show. That's right. Every single one of you is about to get axed by King Numatetka the Mummy. Isn't that fucking awesome? My team is coming around to outfit some of you guys with false limbs and blood packs, so suit up. Oh, and sign the NDA, that's really important. I figured I'd try to talk to one of the extras first. 
Elaine told me of all the people on a set, extras were the most gossipy, by a lot. Exciting day, huh? Are you kidding me? I'm about to get killed in a new Chessman movie. Are you an extra too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm an extra. Like most good trainers, I love honesty and hate lies, but I knew my real identity would raise too many questions. Hey, uh, pretty messed up what went down with the Wesley Stern thing, huh? Shh, Nina's talking. Oh, and try to make your blood squirt up and out. Up and out. I'll be down there in a minute so we can kick this dig, all right? God, she's cool. You know she builds all her own models and practical effects right here on her ranch? No CGI at all. Tight. You know what I find interesting is this, um, Wesley Stern death stuff. Ugh, why? It's so sad and gross. Plus, not to be disrespectful, but I heard the new guy they got is even better and hotter. So they recast the cop? Oh, yeah. Tyson Little was throwing a fit earlier about having to reshoot all the stuff he filmed with Wesley. <laughs> yeah, wow. Diva. Yeah. And, and Tyson Little, he's... He plays King Numatetka. Right. The mummy that's about to come here and kill us all. Did you not pay attention to the second second AD earlier? Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where's Tyson right now, do you think, if you had to guess? All the name talents holding in the house. I hear they got real good crafty in there, too. Breakfast quesadillas. Jeez. Mm, <laughs> I know. Okay. I'm looking for a mummy eating a quesadilla in the ranch house. Hey, where are you going? Uh, nowhere. Thanks for gossiping. Good luck with your extra career. You too. As a movie professional, I know there's a certain way you can walk on a set so nobody hassles you. Upright, shoulders back, eyes forward. Like you know exactly where you're going. Personally, I cannot not walk that way. One side, buddy, coming out. Oh, sorry. The ranch house was crawling with film crew guys. One of the top 10 least in shape kinds of dudes. I tried not to stare. From the pictures and awards and stuff on the wall, it seemed like this was Nina's actual personal house. Pretty weird place to shoot a big movie. I followed the smell of food to the kitchen. Hey, Tara, they're telling me I need a touch up around my eyes. Sure enough, there he was, the mummy. Someone had taped tarp to his chest so he wouldn't get cheese on his costume. <clears throat> um, hey. Oh, they're ready for me? Uh, wait, who are you? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm the uh, on-set trainer for this movie. Oh, yeah. Nice arms. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what do you need? I pulled out a three-pound purple dumbbell I always carry in my left pocket. The producers want your arm ready for the axe massacre scene, so I'm going to need you to do some curls for me with this hand weight. Oh. Is that in my contract? Uh, yeah, man. All right, then. What's your name? I'm Lyle. More lies. Even worse, I was impersonating Lyle, my rival trainer from Dreadnought Gym downtown. Dick move for sure, but I was in a bind, and I was well known for doing a spot-on impression of Lyle's voice and vibe. I'm Lyle, the trainer. So just give me 25 curls on this arm and you're golden, my man. Hmm. Here you go, nice. So, uh, can you believe we're already making this movie again so soon after Wesley died? Oh, uh, yeah, shame about Wesley. I guess you worked with him pretty close, huh? Uh, yeah, we just had a couple of scenes, really. We have a conversation about eternity, and then he punches his hand through my chest, pulls out a magic gem. Am I doing these right? Yep. 
Uh, actually, no, you're not. Okay, so uh, do me a favor, just hold your arm straight out. Yup, there you go. And then just curl at the elbow. That's perfect, you got it. Nice. So, like, what was his mood like? Well, Lila, it's, it's just us talking. I mean, the guy was a prick. He barely said a word between takes, totally checked out. You know, I'm a little bit older, so I remember a time when we really thought... That's when it hit. I call it the rep effect, but every trainer knows about it. Give somebody a low-intensity workout, establish authority, and get their heart rate up, and they'll tell you everything. On the other hand, I heard he had a drug thing, but... I mean, frankly, I had a drug thing. Half my friends had a drug thing. But, But Wesley's generation, they don't take responsibility... I mean, not showing up to the set? I mean, that's a whole other level of disrespect. Wait, whoa, he, he wasn't even showing up? Oh, yeah. The whole last week before he died, he was MIA. Nina finally got him on the phone, chewed him out. She hated him. That was 25. Huh? Oh, uh, yeah, 25 on the other arm, my man, and then you are done. Okay. Anyway, I've made a lot of movies with Nina. She prefers to cast unknowns. What she really cares about is the special effects. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway, I've heard her yell at the producers for hours about how she needs more budget for effects, because this practical stuff's expensive, and the studio keeps trying to cut her off. So, um, would you say that she's somebody who needed a lot of money fast? Well, I mean, you know that's why we're behind schedule, right? And Nina got some kind of emergency budget call. She's up in her office right now. She's ripping some studio guy's head off over the phone. I mean... Mr. Little, Stephanie says you can come to her for the touch-up. Seriously, I, I gotta walk halfway across the goddamn ranch to get a little extra rotten skin on my face? All right, fine. I gotta go, Lyle. Lyle? But I was already gone. I left the little purple dumbbell behind. Just another piece of myself. I'd never get back. The Body Genius will return in a moment. This episode of The Truth is brought to you by Harry's. The founders of Harry's were tired of paying up for razors that were overpriced and overdesigned. They knew a great shave doesn't come from gimmicks like vibrating heads, flex balls, or handles that look like spaceships. They've made a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. And Harry's razors make me love to shave. I used to not like to shave, and I started shaving with a Harry's razor, and now I kind of look forward to it because it feels so good in my hand. The blade moves across my skin so easily, and it just makes it feel good to shave. Get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. A weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Listeners to the truth can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash truth. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash truth to redeem your offer. And let them know we sent you, because it helps support the show. This episode is also brought to you by Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. And Robinhood is giving listeners of the truth a free stock, like Apple, Ford, or Sprint, to help you build your portfolio. 
Sign up at thetruth.robinhood.com. Now back to The Body Genius. A story was forming in my brain. A story with three characters in it. One, Nina Chessman, a low-budget horror movie lady who was getting her big break. Two, Wesley Stern, an actor I liked a lot who was possibly messing up Nina's movie by doing too much heroin. And three, money, a thing that Nina needed a lot of and knew she would get if Wesley died. But only Nina knew how that story ended. And right now, she was upstairs yelling about it into a phone. Hey, boss, you looking for something? Oh, uh, yeah. Do you dudes know how to get upstairs? Sure, down that hallway, door at the end. All right, thanks, dudes. On the way, I heard all these weird sounds coming out of this one room, so I peeked inside. Not bad. Splatter was a little eviscerated. Some of Nina's people were hacking up fake dead bodies with chainsaws and recording how the blood squirted out. I guess to make sure it was the right kind of gross. Okay, good spray, but we actually need something between a, a spray and a, and a splash. It was pretty rad, and I dig violent movies and stuff, but... No offense to Wesley, I was starting to think Immortal Cop didn't look like the kind of movie that could turn a guy's career around. It looked more like the kind of movie my cousin Matt's into. He's got behavioral problems. I headed back for the stairs. But the door didn't lead to the stairs at all. Whoa, you guys again. We know who you are. Um, really? Yeah, you're the trainer, right? The one that found Wesley Stern? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, I heard it was you that killed him. What? Wait, what? What? Where did, where did you hear that? You thought you'd just get away with it? I did not kill Wesley Stern. He, Wesley was my friend. Maybe we ought to help the cops out a little bit. Yeah. Oh! Fuck! Ow! Something dawned on me when his fist hit my rock-hard stomach. Get a stomach that tight. These dudes are trying to beat me up. And what happened next is kind of tough to explain. See, a lot of people see a guy like me, a gym rat or whatever, and they go, he looks strong, but that doesn't mean he knows how to fight. And that's kind of true. But what they don't realize is, when you are this strong and this in touch with your body, it is really easy to figure out how to fight. While I beat these dudes up, my mind raced. How'd they know I was a suspect? Had Detective Taylor gone public? Were the papers full of headlines about this maniac trainer who killed his client? Either way, I had to move a lot faster. I knocked them both out. What the hell? What the hell? If they recognized me, other people might too. I needed to hide and regroup. I leapt into the bed of an old pickup truck that looked like it hadn't been used in years and got super flat. I listened to the far-off sounds of the mummy killing hundreds of people and thought. For a pretty long time. Scary thoughts. Thoughts about my gym. About Wesley. About everybody who knew me hearing this crazy lie and believing it. Then, I decided to do something even better than thinking. Please 
Listen, listen, I can't talk for too long, okay? Because Sean and I are getting ready for the Cinema Sciences Gala, where I'll be singing to the man who invented the study. Elaine, Elaine! Evan, I can barely hear you. Elaine, people know about me. Somehow they know that I'm, you know, like, thought of to, to be, like, you know... Implicated? Yeah, I think so. These two crew guys just tried to beat me up, and they said that I killed Wesley. What? That just, that can't be, Evan. But they attacked you? Yeah, I beat them up instead, but yeah. Have you heard anything about me, like, from your movie star friends? No, nothing. Okay, Elaine, are you near a computer? I need you to Google me. Google me and see if there's anything online about the case. Okay, okay, hold on. Where are you right now? Hiding in the back of a battle truck. Okay, when I Google you, all that comes up is a bunch of your Pumpspiration YouTube. Same as always. Oh, what? Weird. Seriously, what the hell? You need to get off that set, Evan. You're right, okay. Copy that. I'll, uh, I'll call you back. Um, have fun tonight. To get to the set, I'd bluffed my way onto a crew van with an old Primordial Pictures invoice. Guess I kind of forgot to plan how to leave. Okay, should I, like, find a motorcycle or, or like, steal some kind of motorcycle? But then, I spotted something through an open door that stopped me in my tracks. Huh? Something more messed up than anything I'd seen on an already really messed up day. Is that? It was in a garage. Otherwise a normal, chill garage. Camping gear, a badminton net set hanging from the ceiling, stacks of light beer. The garage of a normal, fun person. But sitting there, at the center of it all, was something a lot harder to explain. Wesley? There, sitting in a camping chair, was Wesley. Only it wasn't Wesley. His face was all shiny and gluey, and his eyes were wrong. Another reason I knew it wasn't Wesley? There were four more Wesleys in camping chairs right behind him. I flicked him on the cheek. Whoa. Rubber. Weird. All right, fella. Turn around. Slowly. I did, and I saw Nina Chessman in the doorway, pointing a very real-looking pistol right at me. Think you forgot to sign the NDA. Part three of The Body Genius is coming in two weeks. To hear more stories like this, go to thetruthpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is thetruthfiction. The Truth is a part of Radiotopia from PRX, a curated network of extraordinary, cutting-edge podcasts. You can learn more about all the Radiotopia shows at radiotopia.fm. And if you'd like to sponsor a future episode of The Truth, send an email to sponsor at radiotopia.fm. Special thanks to the Magnet Theater. They offer classes and shows on improv, sketch, and storytelling in New York City. Learn more at magnettheater.com. For a full list of credits, visit our website, thetruthpodcast.com. The Truth. Mm-hmm. 
Radiotopia. Radiotopia.